Hello and welcome to the 11th episode in Series 4 of TechBull. Remember, this is a regular technology bulletin podcast. Please don't expect anything else from the Bull abbreviation. In the last episode, we explored the apt command a little further than we did in Episode 9. Our emphasis was on keeping our systems up to date. In this episode, we will explore apt a little further again, looking at the less used options, perhaps, and how we could use them. Remember, apt stands for Advanced Package 2, and before there was apt, there was apt-get. You can still use apt-get today and you will often find references to it across the internet, usually on web pages and sites which have simply not been updated or by some old-fashioned contributors who simply prefer apt-get rather than the newer, more fashionable apt. You can do a man on apt-get and compare its options with those available in apt you will see the syntax of both are very similar. For instance, sudo apt-get update does the same as sudo apt-update, although the latter is a little friendlier. It also tells you if you have any packages which are upgradable. I should also point out here something called Synaptic Package Manager. You can regard it as a GUI front-end to apt. Not all Ubuntu-based distros install it by default, but you can install it using apt or apt-get or via your distro's store usually. I rarely use it these days, but in my earlier days of learning Linux, I found it very useful to learn about package management. It is a whole subject in its own right, and I will not cover it any further, except to say there are loads of resources on the net to learn more about it. Enough of the chatter. Let's explore some further apt options. Whenever you remove a package from your system with the sudo apt remove command, more often than not there are some small configuration files left behind. These configuration files contain some settings for the application you have removed. They are left behind just in case you accidentally remove a package so when you reinstall it, you don't then need to reconfigure it all over again. Sometimes though, you really do want to remove a package and have a complete restart with it later. In that case, you would use the command sudo apt purge cowser, which would both remove the cowser package and any configuration setting files it used. You remember Cowser from episode 9? 
You can practice installing Cowser again at a command prompt and practice the purge option to apt also. Another option to apt is show. For instance, let's use the Cowser package again and issue the following at a terminal prompt. sudo apt show Cowser. That is show spelled S for Sierra, H for Hotel, O for Oscar and W for Whiskey. Your display will then show everything you are likely to want to know about the Cowser package. Even its hyperlinks should be clickable. Another option to apt is list. So issuing the command sudo apt list will display on your screen all the packages which are available to you through your configured repositories along with the packages you have already installed. It's a very long list which you might wish to pipe through to more or you could redirect into a file which you could peruse at your leisure. And of course you could pipe it through grep if you wanted to find a package that matched certain search criteria. One thing you should discover is that some packages are marked as auto-installed. When you first installed your system, some are just marked as installed, which means you installed it. Sudo apt list also has its own options, such as double hyphen installed and double hyphen upgradable. By adding these options to sudo apt list, you should just see the packages you have installed on your system or those which can be upgraded. If you still have Cowsay package installed, of course you could pipe your double hyphen install option output through grep to see if Cowsay was installed. I will finish here our little tour of apt. I have really only touched the parts that might make your Linux systems admin a little easier. The man command can always be your first place to start if you need to know more. The next episode of TechBull, the 12th in Series 4, will conclude Series 4. It will be just a simple run-through of what we have covered in the whole series. I'm working on a new series, and early thoughts are that it will be more tech news related, interspaced with a few how-tos relating to the issues of the day, hopefully covering most operating systems and even the tech gadgets that might just come my way by way of research. Remember, if you're either disabled or elderly, you can ring AbilityNet, a UK charity who can make visits to your home if necessary or ring you to help you. Their free phone telephone number is 0800 their email address is enquiries at abilitynet.org.uk and their web address is www.abilitynet.org.uk and it's all free of charge.
You may also find, in the area where you live, a friendly computer club with people who are willing to help. Talk to your local council. Stay safe.